Hello and welcome to the Overly Animated Podcast, where we take animation seriously. We talk everything animation here, including Steven Universe, which we'll be getting into right now. I'm Dylan Heisen, and today I'm joined by Michelle Ander. Hello. Justin Cummings. I missed you. And Alex Bonilla. <laughs> Hola. Uh, today, uh, Michelle, uh, Justin, Alex, and I are d- here to talk Stranded, the Steven Universe special that just aired uh, like five minutes ago on Cartoon Network. Ooh. We're here right after the episode to talk about Lars of the Stars and Jungle Moon. Uh, very, very big episodes. Make sure you've seen these ones. Um, and we'll have spoilers for uh, these two episodes and all previous episodes of Steven Universe. We cover Steven Universe every time that it's new here at the Overly Animated Podcast and just talk about the show in general as well. Find us at overlyanimated.com or search for Overly Animated Steven Universe on iTunes and subscribe there on YouTube to not miss any of our future Steven Universe podcasts. Um, yeah, we li- episodes literally just aired. We just had this huge Jungle Moon episode. We're, we're shook. So, uh, Michelle, what are your reactions? Oh, my heart's beating so fast. I've missed having this kind of adrenaline rush. And I've really, like, especially (laughs) this show's been gone for so long. And I feel like we just got, like, a lot more than we have in months in terms of, like, plotty plot, which I know you love, Dylan. So I can only imagine how you're containing your excitement right now. But, oh, my God, it's so exciting. I'm so happy. It was so good. They were both so good. But, like, oh, that second one, though. Yeah. Oh, that second one. Any, any, uh, what, what, how about, uh, one thing that jumped out at you that uh, we learned or we saw for the first time? Stefani's facial hair was so good. <laughs> That's the, okay. It. That's not what I was expecting. It was okay. so great. We'll talk about Stefani's facial hair. That's not really what I was, uh, hoping to get. Okay. Let's, uh, Justin, what are your reactions <laughs> to the second scene? I, I think Rhodonite might be my favorite gem. So seeing her again was, uh, a treat. Like, I, I, I'm telling you, like if we spent more time with the off colors, I feel like Rhodonite would be our garnet. But I like I'm so curious about Rhodonite, so just seeing a little bit of, more of her was always great. But obviously, I will say the the big things of oh my goodness, pink diamond question mark maybe. Mm-hmm. Yeah, don't don't like say it in like a mocking way. We're literally reacting to the episode right after it aired, so we're allowed to, to genuinely. React. <laughs> yeah, right. Well, that no, was not spoilers anymore. That was pink diamond, aired. right? I mean, like yeah. It, it, it was pink diamond, but my question is because it was in the dream, is it pink diamond warped into Steven esque shape? Is that actually how pink diamond? Yeah, she seems smaller, like, right? That well, that's my uh, one question. I have a theory how about that. Accurate to current pink diamond. If right. pink diamond is alive, was that? If pink diamond, I obviously mean, it's pink diamond, but aesthetically, how? As far as we know, pink diamond's dead. But yeah, it's uh, it, yeah, that that pink diamond seems small. Was it just because we were seeing them through Stevani and Stevani's smaller? Is it because uh, pink diamond's a baby gem, right? That's that's what I was thinking. Yeah. She was yeah. a baby gem. Yeah, uh, that's that's the, we'll we'll talk about that. Uh, Alex, what are your reactions? Uh, I am also still coming down from this high, uh, yeah. <laughs> very hype-worthy episodes. Uh, I think coming down, um, the Lars of the Stars, it, it has its moments, but I don't think it's as strong as, as of an episode as you would, as we kind of expected from Pink Lars being heroic and all. But mm-hmm. uh, jung- Jungle Moon was amazing, and just the, the whole flashback sequence felt so surreal. It didn't feel like it came from the show. It <laughs> felt like a different show, but I, I, I was just basking in just the strangeness of it all. Plus, we snuck Connie's mom in. I'm like, oh, okay, cool. <laughs> Include her if you want. But yeah, just uh, all of Jungle moon is very interesting and enthralling to watch uh, Lars of the stars is okay but i think we're going to be talking about jungle moon the most and i think that's by far the be- the better episode of the two here yeah it's certainly the more hype episode and this, yeah, this is sure. the episode we want to be uh watching live and then immediately discussing so it's great the cartoon Eric, congrats cartoon Eric. neither of these episodes Ooh. leaked you Yay, did it you did it you so proud. actually the first time maybe ever <laughs> So, so congrats on that. But um, yeah, it's Jungle Moon super hype and uh, very excited to get into all of the plot details uh, that we potentially got there. Still, still got to say, it didn't really learn anything definitive, but you know, it was very exciting to see uh, Pink Diamond and to see Yellow Diamond and Pink Diamond interacting, um, to see uh, Nephrite on the phone. Uh, Nephrite. Um, Nephrite. 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 We'll talk about that. 
and uh, to see Pink Diamond for the first time. Those were very exciting moments. Uh, Also just love Stevani in the special. Um, Assuming that no one on uh, the Steven Universe subreddit beat me to it, I want to give the first hot take that Lars of the Stars is a better episode than Jungle Moon. I don't know if I believe it, but I want to get that out there because I know people are going to say that. I just want to get that hot take out there. I just want to say Dylan is only saying this because he's still riding the high from Black Mirror USS Callister and he's just in a Oh, we will not move. talk about Black Mirror. Oh. Oh, yeah. No, was, no, yeah. no. That's yeah. the only that reason Dylan's saying that. No, is I, oh, I think Lars of the Stars Calister. is a great episode. I thought they got into a lot of great stuff there. I think Jungle Moon, um, you know, we need to uh, take a few days away from it, away from the hype to <laughs> have, objectively, objectively analyze yeah. it. Uh-huh. Yeah. Um, yeah. So, <laughs> I, I, I think Lars of the Stars <laughs> might be a more complete episode. But anyway, um, yeah, so we, we need to talk about Jungle Moon and talk about big uh, plot points here. Alex, uh I'm going to defer to all of you guys as bigger lore experts on the show. Alex, what do you think is the number one lore takeaway coming out of Jungle Moon? Well, we've. Con- I think this is pretty much a confirmation that Pink Diamond is the youngest of the diamonds. Yes. That's been a theory that's, that's been around for a long yeah, time. Yeah. Huh? It's been a theory for a while. Yes, yes, yes. We saw the mural and we saw the planets yeah. around them. I, th- I, I think, think everyone. I, the, I think everyone had known that already. I don't know. How I was about, right, right, this it was never proven. Okay, great. Now, uh, to be fair, that does lead into a thing here that I think part of what this episode uh, highlights is that we've been theorizing about a lot of things about Pink Diamond for so mm-hmm. long that some of these revelations don't hit as hard as you as they might if you're like going in with very little context. Like uh, also the fact like uh, of Yellow Diamond treating Pink Diamond wrong, uh, like kind of wrongly. Like we've uh, there's been like hundreds of fan fictions that have talked about things <laughs> like this. So it's like, oh, okay, so this is what it actually would have looked like. Yeah, okay. Cool. Pink, pink is kind but, of yeah. presented as as younger, but a, a, as you a know, kid. it's not, it's not. Yeah, yeah, it's presented as a kid, but we have that kind of discrepancy. As is that just Stevani? But um, at the very right, least, Yellow I, I is talking to could... Pink in kind of a mother child type relationship, and that's kind of a, yes. a big thing that was presented. Maybe the main part of that dream flashback was uh, the the Yellow Pink relationship that was presented. Right, I think that's the bit, the biggest, like the most concrete thing I can pull out, uh, pull out of that um, entire flashback. Uh, also, the fact that it's like, oh, I want a, a planet, so like, uh, th- there's a possibility that uh, we are slowly going toward the fact that Earth was the only colony Pink Diamond had. Uh, we, we're also mm-hmm. sort of, yeah. sort of getting there. But uh, all in all, I, I think it's more just the interaction between Yellow Diamond and Pink Diamond that's interesting because uh, the problem is that the planet that, that Yellow Diamond is ordering to con- colonize is just, I believe, the, the hollowed out planet that Stevania is looking at from from her jungle moon. So yeah. in the end, we don't really care about that planet. <laughs> so it, it doesn't really matter to us. So I think the more important part of this is just how Yellow Diamond and Pink Diamond interact. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that was that's like the thing that the the dream sequence was pre- presenting to us. And then there's a bunch of little things that uh, we're going to try to make into bigger things. And uh, I, will, I actively want us to do that. So Michelle, what any uh, little things here that stand out? I, I kind of liked um, Stevani's conversation with himself when like the Steven part of Stevani didn't want to kill the creature. And it's the Connie part of Savani did and they were like rationalizing out why they shouldn't shouldn't do it like I kind of like seeing both their personalities play out I haven't really seen much of that since like alone together so it was just nice to see that dynamic it reminded me a lot of Garnet you know when Garnet gets really upset in Keystone there's a there's a lot of good Stevani stuff to talk about I want to get into that but I want to focus on Diamond stuff for now but yeah I agree that they're they're kind of they're (laughs) kind of uh presenting the two sides of Steven and Connie and they talk to each other as uh as Stevani so I think that was really cool um Justin uh so we see uh Yellow's phone screen we see or we see uh Dr. Maheshwaran's phone screen who she's talking to and we kind of she later turns into Yellow Diamond as it's kind of like a dreamlike sequence and it seems like she's calling uh on the screen it says uh nephrite uh xj cut 763 um, xj9 no 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 <laughs> is that important <laughs> uh thoughts on nephrite oh, justin early 2007 um yeah nephrite is definitely an actual gemstone that exists in the world and so it's fair game <laughs> to be a gem oh in this show God. yeah great so yeah nephrite is definitely a gem a homeworld gem, and is in Yellow's court because Nephrites are green jade kind of things, and green seems to be Yellow's domain. So, way to stick with the the theme there. There's another little thing I want to talk about, Dylan, involving diamonds. Yes. Oh wait, wait, just before oh, Nephrite oh. is centipedal. Everybody. Centipedal, oh, okay? that's the good hot 
take. Yeah, okay, why, I like why, that. Here's the hot take. Well, well, a that theory has been around since Monster yes. Reunion. Yeah, so that's true. Nephrite appearing, it's like finally. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but uh, um, and also just the fact that it does have a bit of like uh, fluffy hair in the in the silhouette that they showed of her on the phone. So it, it makes sense with the kind of design we've seen of corrupted cent- centipedal. Also, so uh, uh, oh, it also does. makes yeah. makes centipedal important. We know centipedal yeah. is like an advanced guard as well, like kind of the almost like the scout for a new colony. So for oh. them to be the the contact for the planet makes a lot of sense. Mm-hmm. And also, I, I believe in the, in the flashback that she presents in that episode, she mentions arriving with her crew in dropships. So that's just another thing. Yeah. It, it so, certainly oh, looked no, like I, the dropship. Yeah. Yeah. So I, I, I think it, I think it fits. So when Doctor Mayshorn's talking, she says, uh, "Doctor Mayshorn's our our yellow diamond stand-in, right? Uh, presumably says, uh, yeah. <laughs> all right, you shat- yeah, I'll do it or I'll shatter you and your crew myself. Um, she's talking about uh, that. Uh, it seems like who she's talking to, Nephrite, is objecting to destroying organic life on the surface. Presumably this is Earth, um, although it could be this uh, planet, I think. Yeah, I, I think it's this, pl- this planet because if the moon has organic life, then it would stand to reason that it's possible the actual planet had life as well. Mm-hmm. And also, it looked very hollowed out, very similar to the thing mm-hmm. we saw with the Paradox uh, plan for the Earth when they would uh, um, surround the Earth with kindergartens. Mm-hmm. So it seems that yeah, they target. We, we are, we're specifically with- shown the organic life in the earlier parts of the episode, and um, Ooh, right. So yeah. it would make sense that they would be targeting this planet to, yeah. in particular because it's able yeah. to sustain. Yeah, okay. and they mention an invasion, organic life on the surface, destroy them, uh, land the dropship. Yeah, so um, I, I would. Yeah, I think this is supposed to be reminiscent of Earth and potentially. Uh, our theories on Pink Diamonds not wanting to, or like Rose at the very least, uh, uh, let's talk, let's say Rose instead of Pink Diamond. Rose not wanting to destroy life on Earth. Um, so you're initially like, when I'm watching this, I'm like, oh wow, Yellow is talking to Rose or Pink Diamond or something, and this is about Earth. Um, but then you've, the episode kind of later presents it as Yellow's talking to Nephrite, and it's about this, uh, jungle moon that we're on, or the, the jungle planet. So, uh, I think that's an interesting parallel for, for them to draw. Uh, but Nephrite, yeah, Nephrite doesn't really want to destroy life. That's kind of interesting. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I don't know. Any thoughts about that? Theories? Um, oh. Well, it, it does give us a bit of insight into the fact that even gems who are in, within the homeworld structure don't always yeah. agree totally with what... Because we, we had this at first with Peridot, right? She's like just doing her job uh, and she just blindly accepts it. And then later uh, on, she ends up seeing, oh, well, life isn't that bad. So you'd have to assume that other gems who have had experience with life could have uh, developed similar emotions even within the homeworld structure. So it's just interesting to see that we're starting to flesh out the population of homeworld a little bit more, given how little we've seen or heard of homeworld gems up to now. Yeah, especially thinking back to like, especially like first season when like the the crystal gems talk about homeworld and talk about them as like this singular unit of like just like bad news right and that's definitely not our perception of the anymore mm-hmm. there's so many characters so many homeworld characters even like the off colors like there's so many variables now which i think yeah i agree with alex it is it is fleshing it out in a way that feels very believable like it, of course it wasn't just rose like right that's the, that's the biggest thing this consciousness yeah. Yeah, this is this is in direct contradiction to things we've learned previously on the show, which is that Rose is the it's we get the impression Rose is the only gem that's ever really wanted to protect life Um, that this is this is uh, directly opposed to the to the the answer uh, mythology that's presented, which is that all gems are like uh, hive minds and none of them, you know, like that, that the answer kind of presents the episode uh, that, that that presents that type of thing to us. And this is saying not only is that not true, which we've kind of got the impression on as the show has went along, because we've seen a lot of different types of gems, not just the crystal gems, and they all have personalities. Um, there's someone other than Rose that doesn't want to doesn't want to kill life. Like that's 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 a weird thing to show us at this point. We're five seasons in. This is the first time we've ever seen a gem that's not Rose or someone Rose is influenced uh, that's cared about life. I'll know? agree with the someone Rose has an influence thing because we have seen plenty of gems at this point who are in collusion with Rose who totally support. Yeah, but in, the, but the yeah, show has always presented us. That. Yeah, yeah. I mean, mm-hmm. we kind of see Blue Diamond caring about uh pink shattering um and that was striking on its own it's like wow diamonds can feel sadness and this is like wow there's another there's another gem that doesn't want to kill people that's that seems like something that's 
specifically shown to us, and I wonder why. Like this, yeah. yeah. Well, and actually bringing up Blue Diamond 2, very recently we had her coming to Earth and be like, oh, humans, they're still around? I I should Mm -hmm. save them, right? So she's also like, she's, and we don't know if she knows about the cluster, like that's still up in the air. So it it could be very well building up to something where there was even uh, um, uh, arguments within the diamonds themselves about what exactly to do with life on planets. Uh, Maybe Yellow Diamond is alone. Who knows? And the Blue Diamond stuff was shown kind of specifically where we're supposed to interpret that it was just for Pink that she was saving people. Right, right. So uh, she didn't want to save all of humanity. She wanted like a handful more. We definitely never got the impression. We're definitely not specifically shown that blue wants to just save people for life at the sake of life itself from like a moralistic argument. And that's like in this like five seconds we get of Nefret. Like, wow, there's another gem that like uh, morally cares about not wanting. And we don't even hear her talk. It's just yellow responding to her. So that's that's really cool. Yeah. Um, that's going to be a big thing I think we're going to talk about later. Let's talk about um, yeah, the relation – as we mentioned, the relationship between yellow and pink that's presented uh, in this episode. And it definitely seems like a child-parent uh, p- uh, relationship. Oh, um, definitely. Like yeah. Stevani starts off calling a Yellow Diamond mom. And just like their height difference says so much from the beginning, right? Because at first Yellow Diamond's like towering over them. And then, yeah, I, I, I'm i not sure if, like, their height changing Savani's has to do with, like, getting more into, like, belie- like imagining themselves as Pink Diamond and if they were bigger or if the fact that they were a baby gem, they weren't, like, their full final stage of development yet. Because they, they were – their mannerisms were very childlike, just like their tantrum seemed yeah. very, like, childish. So I don't think that's a stretch to say that it was, like, a parent-child relationship. They- yeah. Yeah, yeah, Justin. There, there's one more piece of evidence that points to Pink being more, definitely being the most recent. Um, mm-hmm. If you look closely at Pink Diamond's diamond, uh, it's a different shape than all the other diamonds. It's oh, actually is it? More, look closely, it's more refined. Like. You can kind of tell it's like a 2D cut of a of what we traditionally picture as a diamond, like the gem, not the shape. Mm-hmm. No, it actually looks like a diamond. I we have the screen cap up right now. Wow, that's a good that's a good catch, Justin. So yeah. it's more refined and more cut. So it would make sense that she's the newest mm-hmm. because her diamond's the most refined. Like they figured out the formula and they created well the better diamond in essence. At the very least, uh, her diamond looks very different. I like that interpretation from you that it's refined and newer. But um, yeah, that's striking, Alex. Is the other diamond the other diamonds we've seen have not had the shape right? Right. Although we've also not seen a diamond of this size. So, uh, <laughs> like, uh, uh, I, I think that this is essentially what pink diamond looks like. But I also think that the sizes are all metaphorical because it's framed in this whole very surreal dream sequence. Yeah, yeah I mean, that's I, true. I, I, I do want to highlight that yellow diamond taking Connie's mom's face color and having her hair like come out of her helmets. Like, all oh, that was like really cool. It was like, whoa, what? <laughs> This is a, not not even in fan art have I seen anything as crazy. <laughs> there will be now. Not even now in fan art. What? Come on. Man. Yeah, but, but yeah, that 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 was pretty cool. But I, I think that whole melding stuff emphasizes that this isn't to be taken it in totally literally. Yeah, I think we should. I yeah, I don't like the point. Yeah, we let's not get caught up on the size thing. I don't yeah. think the episode de- de- presents definitive uh, evidence as to uh, the the size of Pink Diamond. I'm um, just looking at Pink Diamond. Like we see the picture of her when Stevani's looking into the mirror. Her and, outfit looks pretty different too. Yeah, yeah, kind of like I don't. We don't see like the bottom of it, but kind of like ballerina like. I don't know. Yeah, it's got like poofy, yeah, poofy shoulder thing. It looks like a little kid outfit. Yeah, Which fits with original I think she's pearl a baby. design. Yeah, that, it kind of does. It's very feminine in that kind of way. Yeah, to yeah. be honest, she lo- she reminds me of Rose a lot in in how she looks. I don't. Her know. hair is a bit similar, like, but it's yeah. like shorter. Yeah, yeah. So I think that that's just it's super interesting seeing her. Yeah, and yeah, just the diamond shape. Wow, that's 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 interesting. It's I will say at, we're at the end of season five, and we're still getting episodes that tease a bunch of stuff like this and not give us answers. I wait the <laughs> I wait the I wait the uh, the, 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 the flashback. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, to this episode. Here's what happens, Dylan. We already know what happens. When a show spends five seasons teasing us with new information, season six becomes lost. 
Yeah, right. I mean, that's well, that's uh, well, right. That's that's, that's that's always the worry with Steven Universe that comes lost. Anyway, um, the, regardless of the uh, thing that was presented to us, uh, like the size, the the relationship. So I want to get more into the relationship between Pink and Yellow. Mm-hmm. She's Pink says, um, "You have so many worlds, and I don't even have one. I deserve one. I'm just as important as you." Um, that's the thing. She is a lot younger and she's not mature, but she technically is a diamond. So she sees herself as an equal, even if she is immature still, which yeah. is fascinating. And this makes me think, because the thing was like, if I know we're going to eventually, because you, you're on this podcast, Dylan, I know we're going to get into like yellow diamond <laughs> theories. If she is, if she is that young and we've already had this suggestion of the other gem, um, questioning like, well, there's organic life on the planet. You sure you want to blow it up? I think the fact that she's really young could give her a lot more reason to try to protect the Earth and be in cahoots with Rose Quartz. Like for that reason alone, she's a lot younger. She's more impressionable. She's yeah. not set in anybody's yeah, ways. We don't, we don't really need to get into theories too much. It's 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 not like we all thought Pink was the youngest already. I'd probably yeah, said on this podcast like there's been no definitive proof. Like I say that a lot, but um, and I still don't the think murals, we have definitive the proof. proof though. Oh, I guess I, I think this planets episode does. Mur- yeah, the, mur- yeah, the murals, whatever the murals. I think the thing that's proof is that she doesn't have a planet right now in this flashback. Um, yeah, she doesn't. So that's new information. She does, wait, we're talking about uh, we're looking for the definitive information. Pink does not have a planet. She says, "I deserve a planet. Um, I deserve a world." So uh, yeah, that's that's pretty clear. That's like as clear as the show gets that Pink is the new <laughs> the new gem, the new diamond. And uh, yeah, I, I do think the she's younger. You know, younger people are more likely to take up uh, uh, like against their parents and uh, liberal causes and like show. Yeah. Anyway, um, so are you saying I, she's the liberal diamond? Yeah, she's the she's the liberal diamond, and she'll try to protect Earth, right? Um, that I think we're all expecting that at this point, and that she's probably alive. I think uh, showing her like this, you know, why why do this? We're probably going to see her in the finale. We'll see. Okay, um, but yeah. Well, yeah, like, are alive? Season. I don't know about that. We'll see. We'll see. Yeah, Justin, what do you think of yeah, Pink Diamond not having any planets in this flashback? Well, we knew from the murals that exactly. Pink Diamond seemed to only have Earth. So, yeah. theoretically, this if anything pre-Earth colonizing, she would have no planets. So, any to me, any real Pink Diamond flashback that's not specifically Earth-related would have to be pre-planet. Because why would we show an Earth flashback and not on Earth? Like, I, it makes total sense. Um, I just want to see Pink Diamond getting her planet now. Because now that we know she's kind of juvenile in her behavior, mm-hmm. I could see... With, with like the theory of Pink Diamond being kind of in on it and it all being a, a scheme, I could see her being the youngest, being easily swayed by, say, Rose to exactly. turn against the other... Di- but I could also see the theory of Yellow being the one that shatters Pink with... Pink seemed to annoy Yellow a bit. Uh, yeah. Okay, let's talk about that. Yeah, because w- this is all in the midst of... Uh, that's a great point, Justin. This is all in the midst of our murder mystery arc this season on who who shattered Pink. Was it Rose? And uh, Yellow is... After after Wanted, Yellow is one of our main contenders for who shattered Pink. And this episode presents a uh, kind of an antag- antagonistic relationship between Yellow and Pink. Pink's complaining. Yellow's like, no, you're not going to get your world um and uh pink's be- being uh yeah being very belligerent towards her so that that's potential evidence that yellow had anger towards pink i don't think it, i wouldn't say anger i think she's just tolerating an obnoxious person but i don't think she like straight up hates her here's the thing you know? I, I yeah i think that's maybe level one i think the clear counterpoint to that is that i think this is definitive proof that yellow did not shatter pink because yeah. we, we are presented with a parent-child relationship mm-hmm. and i think yellow is shown to really care about pink in this in this flash like yeah, why she's not, wh- she's not rude to her the way like that was the thing that surprised me because she was she, when she like climbs on her and like shouts in her face she just says not now and puts her da- yes, down like yeah. that's the gentlest we've seen her be with anyone Ooh, except for another diamond which is blue diamond so i totally agree with that yeah, to me, Yellow Diamond comes off as mom in in this yeah. in, in this flashback, and she wouldn't shatter her child like that. Yeah, so I I mean you know she's a terrible murderous uh, alien monster, but um, <laughs> right. I I it's think this own, I though. think this episode is uh is is specifically like the main point of this flashback is to show this uh, this maternalistic relationship between Yellow and Pink. Uh, the clear takeaway to me 
uh, is that yellow would not shatter pink. I fight back with the hot take that no one is saying. This show is known for its progressive themes. We specifically saw <laughs> yellow. We specifically saw yellow, yellow as a maternal ins- as a maternal character, so that when we see yellow turn and shatter her, the whole thing becomes a message against corporal punishment. Okay, I don't know about that last part, but uh, it could just it could just be a setup to subvert it. Sure. Yeah. yeah f- following that line, we've had also Rose Stephen relationship being very you know strained. So uh, having having a uh, a very antagonistic mother child relationship in this show wouldn't be new, and it wouldn't right. be uh, like it wouldn't be out of place here. Right. Comparing and, uh, it to oh, comparing it to Rose and Stephen, you know, obviously they always love each other, despite Stephen uh, having doubts about Rose currently. That's right, kind of, right. Yeah, that's the thing. Like the strange relationship is really just like Stephen's changing perspective of Rose all the time. But and Rose's inability to respond. Mike, she's right. not there. Alex, what's your big takeaway <laughs> on yellow here? Uh, I'm I'm not sure because like uh, I'm with this murder mystery plotline. I'm still in the whole. This has to all be a misdirect. Uh, I, I, I yes, exactly. I, I, we spent too many seasons doing Rose killed pink, pink shattered pink diamond and. That that still has to be it. Otherwise, you're throwing away a lot of stuff in the show. Mm-hmm. So I, I feel that it's a misdirect. However, I, I can also see the seeds of like what you're trying to like move. Like, oh, maybe Yellow Diamond did it, as we've already tried doing in the trial. And here you also have one line that stood out to me. Like, I'm just as important as you. Why don't yeah. you act like it? Mm-hmm. So like you, you see the yeah, seeds of a like, yeah. of like a potential power struggle, which mm-hmm. could also be done, especially as we've always already seen with stuff between yellow diamond and blue diamond where yellow diamond is hiding things from blue and blue gets annoyed when she sees that yellow diamond is rushing through things so you can tell that that there's always been a strained relationship between all the diamonds and it would make sense that yellow and pink also had similar issues especially if they have difference of perspective later on although that's not clear in this flashback yeah so uh, all in all i I can see if you're trying to set up the oh yellow and pink had a very tough relationship Maybe they get into an argument that's related to the colonization of Earth and her shattering. But uh, I I don't see enough ev- evidence here to say that, that contributes to the Yellow Diamond is, is the shatterer theory. Okay, yeah, let's let's be clear. This is the conversation that the, sh- the show's writers want us to be having after exactly. this episode. Yeah. This, this, the, like, I, I agree that this murder mystery thing is going to not like coalesce the way we expect so it's kind of not we're talking about but this is like what the show is like they presented it and wanted um this uh this who killed her rebecca Sugar specifically said that's the arc of the season and now we're presented with seeing yellow diamond in a new light and how she relates to pink diamond the 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 thing the question that the show wants you to ask after this episode is does this make me think yellow is more or less likely to have shattered pink um i'm gonna say i i'm i'm completely out on yellow shattering pink that's my takeaway um, completely out. Zero percent chance. Yellow shattered pink. I have a question. Yes. Why? Why still no white diamond acknowledgement at all? What does that mean? And how? Because how, white diamond is how, onion. How okay, freaking stop. old is white diamond then? Okay, like, here's, she's here's, gotta here's, be pretty old. Is that why she never does anything? She's just like so old and so wise. Like she doesn't do what, like, what, what anything. Makes, what makes you, like, what, the ultimate problem? What makes you say that she must be so old? Because. She's at the top of the thing, and if and if we're going by age, she would be the oldest. She's at the top. So here's an interesting thing that uh, that we haven't discussed yet is the sequence that uh, Stevani and Yellow uh, have to push to activate the console. Um, I don't know if you guys have thought about this. Uh, the sequence goes white, and then it's either yellow or blue. I'm not sure Hello. which. No, it's, white, it's yellow, it. blue, pink, white. That's the sequence. Yeah. I thought- was yellow blue pink white i think is she starts white at white i think she start, it's white yellow blue pink white yeah okay. she starts at white right. and ends at white yeah which is interesting i my All initial white twice is important my That's initial why. thought from that because again and it's like what does what why is the show presenting us things stevani specifically says what was that sequence again and then enters yeah, it. so like, it's true. important all hail um, fire lord white diamond okay no fire <laughs> My initial thought before she went back to white at the end is, okay, this is the birth order of the diamonds. White, yellow, blue, pink. Okay, couldn't have confirmation white's the the, the oldest diamond. But then she goes back to white. That's interesting. Has white been reborn, perhaps? Yeah, what does that mean? Regenerated? What if white did regenerate? Into a gem that doesn't look diamondy, so that she can be undercover because no, she's crazy, 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 crazy theories. Okay. Wait, whoa, 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 whoa! No, no, no. We don't need to get into that. But uh, 
Okay, I think it could just be emphasizing that white is the supreme diamond. Uh, yep. It's like the passcode is like, okay, the standard sequence of the, the diamonds, but then we end on white again because everything is white. You know, it could just be that. Um, everything All is- colors lead to white diamond. That yeah. sounded more racist than I intended. Right, I, I know, apologize. I said it when I said it too, yeah. But um, <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Alex, any initial thought on the sequence? When I picked my ATM pin code, yeah. I, I went with a nice pattern I could remember, but I didn't really pay attention to the importance of the numbers I chose. Yeah. So, uh, but, yeah. <laughs> if if you want to give a meaning to this, I I think you're on the right track. There's a hundred percent showing the white There's a hundred percent of meaning to this. Yeah. Yeah, I think there's a thirty three percent chance there's a meaning. There's no. always. Why would you not? If you animate something, yeah, and you don't have entire, that makes no sense to me. It is about the leaders of their world. Stevani says, "What was that sequence again?" And then enters the sequence. You wouldn't have that. I will say, everything very fast. No, I'm just saying this. Entire season feels like misdirects all the all up the wazoo. Like some okay. things I can trust. So you just some don't want to trust anything. Yeah, it's just uh, I I okay. I don't think that this season is doing. Oh, everything matters. Even, like, even I, Alex, I, even if it is a misdirect, there's a reason why we are using that as a misdirect. It would point towards something else. Like it being shown has a significance, even if it's not a straightforward significance. What? How about that? Maybe, but yeah, if, if there's a meaning, I I think I agree with you that it's showing the white diamond is important because the only thing notable here is that the white diamond is hit twice. Yeah. But uh, I, mean, I also I, think I, the notable thing is that it goes complex. it goes white and then pink you know like it could like i think there's a natural conclusion that it's a birth order ending in white for some reason so um you know maybe it is some sort of crazy justin theory where white's been reborn i don't know yeah i mean if white if white was reborn at some point that might make sense in terms of them not really relying on her in a post pink diamond world because if she's like really young maybe she can't handle getting back into action but that means wouldn't pink diamond get to be reborn too and We'd have infinite diamonds. And it doesn't seem like she has been. Well, yeah. She was shattered. If white just regenerated, like she got damaged, went into her gem and regenerated. Oh, I see. So not really. Well, I guess that is sort of. Okay. I, I forgot. I forgot. Justin was the white diamond theories master. Yeah, we'll have to <laughs> talk about that. No, no. Here's yeah. what happens. Here's okay, what happens. happens. White diamond is masquerading as a normal gem. Meets Steven. Steven thinks that this gem is going to be the one that saves Homeworld and then gets completely stabbed in the back, like what we set up with Paradox, but didn't actually execute. And no, okay. it's White Diamond, Steven. Um, you're not. You're never gonna fix okay. it. Just I, Justin, I only, I only like that if White Diamond is someone we already know. I would like that for like. like um, I would hate that. No, not onion. unless like, it was Onion. White is one. White is one of our gems in disguise. Okay. Anyway, Pearl um, is White Diamond. Wow, no. confirmed. But that's um, the thing. That's why I think White Diamond has something to do with this because Pearl. I feel like Pearl is White Diamonds, and how would that connect to everything else that's White happened? White Diamond. Led the masquerade. Okay, stop, stop, stop. Well, I don't know. Okay, okay. I can't go down this crack hole. Uh, uh, Alex, White Diamond in the season finale, yes or no? No. No? Uh, we, we're we're building her up. Uh, you know this. Well, we're we're building up building yellow up and by pink not diamonds. having her there at all. It's, yeah. it's, mo- it's, yeah, it's definitely not the white season. But, we're we're uh, saving white diamond for like season six, season seven, even the series finale. Like I, I at this point, they could push white diamond off to the last yeah, season. She could just be she could just be an Ozai and in the in the finale. Yeah, speaking yeah. of uh, the Ozai, we at least but, saw Ozai physically in we season did, yeah. two, if not now, season one. We saw now, like a shadow uh, of him and yeah. Now, a pink diamond to earth flashback, I do want to say we get that before uh, this season. Okay, like uh, that, you know, uh, at least that. Come on, there's a big season finale coming up uh, in uh, the end of the year or something. I, I, I hope, when Cartoon so. Arc drags it out. Yeah. Like, like, let's just say <laughs> this, ep- this episode was really good, but we were coming off like six episodes that are like, eh. So, like, that, that's why I'm, I'm just hesitant to put my entire trust in, oh, okay, this is going to start moving fast now. Like, uh, yeah. I'm, I'm still like, eh. Not to get into this too much. We're, we're approaching a true season finale by production order. It's are, all indications would point to. My yeah. hot take, my hot take is going to be that Pearl tells us whatever she's been trying to tell us by the end of the season because i i cannot believe that they would drag that out any more than they have oh, I because it'll it, it'll be beating such a dead horse there won't be a horse left what, the i think it's coming that? soon okay. yeah i think, yeah. I, I think so too. very soon i think so too yeah let's yeah. talk about stevani michelle because uh that's that's this is the stevani two episodes the stevani event uh we see uh stevani talking to themselves uh good night stevani mm-hmm. good night stevani uh, we see uh, th- there's some other moments there where, yeah, they they, they like they, they surface as two people, which I think is interesting. And then maybe most biggest of all is uh, Stvani sh- shaving uh, yeah. their stubble with their sword. It's yeah. so cute. 
Elaborate. They're good at yeah. shaving. I'm impressed. Yeah, With why does so, thirteen like, wow. four, why does fourteen year old boy Steven, who does not definitely does not With shave? Well, we, we, we don't know that because Garnet gave, gave Steven a razor. He could have very well been using it for the past two Steven seasons. Well, like biologically maybe Connie's seven really good at cutting like vegetables normally, so like <laughs> hair on a face remember, is no problem. They set this up in season two. Exactly. Steven, you birthday. remember. Yeah, Stephen's birthday, he gets his first facial mm-hmm. hair. I remember. Yeah, he does, yeah. Okay, and so that's chin hair. Right, so that's, so that's what we're doing. That, that, she's worth giving since he was born. Yeah, so Michelle, you, you really liked uh, Stevani shaving? Yes, it, it was so great. What, what else about Stevani in the event did you like? I I was kind of impressed. Like I assumed Connie was the one behind all the like you know like the grappling hook and like the the tarp to sleep on. Like, grappling all the hook, practical yeah. surviving like equipment. I'm a, I'm crediting her with that. But it was just I don't know. It was just great to see them like going around and exploring and like living off the land. I kept getting scared that like something was going to be poison or the water wasn't going to be like. They weren't going to be able to drink it. But no, it was fine. Completely, like, habitable. Also, question, why isn't that planet, like, destroyed? Like, the moon? Why are there still things on it? Wouldn't they have destroyed it? Like, wouldn't Yellow Diamond have destroyed it? I think they're on the moon, which is the base, and the planet was the colony, which is now destroyed. I think they're on the moon. So they left the moon alone because, like, they keep all the moon bases Yes. Fine. Like the Earth's moon. Okay. That's yeah. my theory. Okay. Yeah. I, th- uh, yeah. I think that makes two, sense. Two animation references. I think the planet is very reminiscent of Divazol in uh, Voltron Legend of Defender. And then also Grappling Hook, obviously Mabel from uh, Gravity yes! Falls. Yeah. I thought that too. 20 minutes without mentioning Gravity Falls. I'm grappling so proud. Hook. Grappling Hook. I mean, I, sh- yeah, I shouted it. That's the reference. Yeah. Okay. Skyhooks. Um, Skyhooks. Yeah, sky another. <laughs> yeah, they, yeah. Okay. So many. Um, <laughs> No. Uh, and yeah, I think, I think Stevani shaving's great. I think that's another example of the show doing really, uh, progressive gender things. Mm-hmm. And, yeah. Yeah, that's going in my essays. Thank you. Yeah. It's, it adds. It's, it's really wonderful to see, uh, you know, kind of, uh, non, non binary presented Stevani or even just any sort of, uh, feminine figure as Stevani is both, uh, like as, as having facial hair and shaving is really great to see. And if you are at all repulsed by this, really check yourself and reconsider your perspective on that please um, consider how it's, great androgyny yeah. is it's, yes. a, it's a good it's a good time it's really not valid for you to say i'm uncomfortable seeing that even if you're not allowed to just express your emotions if they have a negative moral consequence you, you know it's just you know check yourself okay um but yeah i thought that all of that was really great and seeing stevani like in survival mode on the planet um also in another Voltron reference that reminds me of the uh Shiro alone episode we got kind of recently this first half of this episode oh it didn't remind you of Ludo in the wild that's so sad not Ludo I did not specifically did not (laughs) say Ludo Alex I knew you'd appreciate so which one is the spider and which one is the (laughs) the eagle uh, oh, uh, another another, another reference here, Stevani. Yeah, Stevani uh, thinking about whether to eat that baby bird thing. Uh, how about uh, Last Jedi with uh, Chewbacca <laughs> and the Porg? Uh, yeah, there you go. Um, but Stevani yeah, and Ray should hang out. Stevani yeah, and Ray would be best friends. Would our was this a Porg in this episode? Um, does that mean there are big Porgs? Yeah, big, I'm scared. <laughs> big Porgs. Okay, uh, there's a big taco. The big, yeah, yeah, big Chaco from uh, Mysticons. Okay, all, okay, we're all yeah. references here. Um, last, talk last, everything animation. Last thing from you, know, we do talk everything animation. Here. Last thing from Jungle Moon highlight is the beginning of the episode when they're crashing. I really like uh, pretty much everything uh, is wrong with the ship. At least the display works. Um, I thought that was good. Yeah, yeah. We we do need to mention one more Stevani stops. thing real quick though. The yes. fact that Stevani yeah. was able to stay formed through the night, including that crazy dream, and Stevani didn't fall apart. Shows how insanely far Stephen and Connie have come yeah. as far as being able to balance. Like Definitely. they're reaching Garnet levels of being able to stay together, which is really impressive. Mm-hmm. They did not really unfuse at all in the entire like from the moment they fused, they never unfused, and we have never gotten an episode where they stayed fused like that the entire time. Yeah, Jungle I think it's it's very episode. it's very striking that they do not unfuse after staying on the planet for presumably several days. Yeah, or at least yeah. like two days. Yeah, title to end credits. They never unfuse. They're only Stevani making this the only episode where Steven himself does not appear, and I think that's really important. Is this the first episode of Steven Universe where Steven does not appear? At, at all. all yeah it is it is Even though it's by the necessity so. of the show being through his yeah. perspective okay. it definitely is 
Okay. Um, I, I do want to ask one more thing about the of the whole Pink Diamond flashback before we mm-hmm. abandon that totally. Up to now, we've only seen Steven inhabit people who are alive. Lars, Blue Diamond. Mm-hmm. So, does thank you. Pink Diamond being alive. Yes. Does, I, yes. I the location. Like, I'm, because it was a ha- dream. But have we ever seen his powers be location-based before? But it was only... Well, yes, because he only well, cried he, Blue's tears when Blue was near. Yeah, but he they, they specifically, like, the they specifically did that in Lars Steven's dreams. That was the indication I that Blue mean, was on he wasn't Earth. next to Lars when that happened. Steven's powers still really confuse me because sometimes they make yeah. sense. Well, it's it's really not know. clear. Um, yeah, it's, it's also it's also a flashback, which is new, right? Like that's yeah. that's the dream part. flashback combination. Yeah, that, yeah I feel like that's, that's the bigger story, but yeah, it also could be evidence that uh, Pink is. Al- I do think Pink is alive, but we'll get to that later. Okay. If Pink's like a Horcrux and Steven, I'm gonna be really. Man. <laughs> so horcrux. I'm just saying, one must I, die, I, so the other not, The better not be what happened. Yeah, Delaney we'll couldn't see. make it tonight. Okay. I had to give her Harry Potter reference for yeah, her. There's a, yeah, okay. there you so go, Delaney. There's, there's a, oh, well, last thing about Jungleman. What is the end of this episode? What is the last shot? I don't know, because the thing is, I got really mad. I'm like, Steven, you can't leave. There's so much information there. Go touch that thing that Garnet wouldn't let you touch on the moon if you're here alone. Like, you can really, like, get some answers. And if he just leaves, I'm going to be what, so what is it? What is it? It zooms in on this broken glass. What is that? What yeah, is that? Yeah, maybe. Maybe they're not the glass that Pink shattered? Yeah. But I, I think what? it's always oh, always at the mirror. Think? Oh, is it the mirror that uh, pink? Yeah, pink shattered. Yeah, there you go. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Oh, oh. I, I thought that was obvious. Was, was that not? I, oh. Oh, okay. I was, I was I hyped was on other things I didn't know. Yeah, but why, why zoom? Why zoom in on it at the end? Is it because yeah. it's it's sig- signifying it's of uh, Stevani thinking of pink's emotions, like and like re- recollecting on that? Because Stephen is pink diamond. Yeah, or just remembering that it's important. It reminded me a lot of the of the shot like in one of the Paradox episodes where they like uh, mm-hmm. I think it's some um uh I can't remember which one it is, but like they leave the kindergarten and they like when the warp pad and then the camera just pans up and shows you the rest of the kindergarten with eerie music in the background. Oh, it kind yeah. it kind of reminds me of, like that shot like telling you we're going to come back to this. This this place it, we're going to come here really soon. So like I, I'm getting the feeling that this is telling us it's not we're over. No, we're, yeah, we're, this isn't the last time we're coming to this planet. I'd be surprised. I think that's a good inference. I want to see them come back with the crystal gems, honestly. Yes! Because, well, like, what's the point now, of going back to un- unnamed uh, No Man's Sky planet? You know, why, why do we need to come back here? And there's another reference. Yeah. Well, because Gemcation, like, it's... The purpose of Gemcation to me seems to be like, oh, okay, they're trying to be more open with him about things. Uh, mm-hmm. And also Steve, Steven's dream, we had that entire sequence too. So it'd be nice to see that finally, you know, actually mean something by, yeah. by him bringing them and like, okay, tell me to what this means. <laughs> yeah. And like, I do think, I, I agree with Alex. And I think that the fact that he did have like basically a flash back dream whatever we want to call it of like a diamond's memory that's a pretty big deal and i could see him like disclosing this to the crystal gems and, and asking what does this mean and maybe that's when pearl finally says her stuff because that's gotta happen soon i think it could all feed into each other these I'd, be, I'd be surprised if we we're back here but we'll see okay this was um, i honestly was kind of mad they were stevani because part of me wonders had they not been fused would the dream have been like the uncorrupted version of the diamond memory, like without all the interference of Connie's mind. Oh, uh, interesting. Uh, Maybe that's on the right. other hand, would Steven have been able to do it if he wasn't fused with Connie? Right. Cause he didn't grow up with the mom or, well, he, I mean, he did, but not, you guys need to spend another was, night yeah. there. We have to tell yeah, he, he wouldn't mom. have a maternal figure. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, but Connie does. Through that's Connie's what I thought that made lens. sense. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Interesting. Interesting. Okay. We'll talk more about this later. Let's very rapid fire. Go through Lars of the stars. <laughs> the Lars of the stars. Yeah. So I just want to start off by saying, I think the framing device surrounding this episode of this being like a uh, space pirate reanimated off color space pirates. And uh, we get the yes. title card introduction to everyone and the ships and, and even at the end with the Star Skipper, I thought that was all really successful. It's it so anime. Beautiful. It's really goofy. <laughs> it's so anime. Yeah, I, I really enjoyed that. Like, this is like the type of fun. I don't know. I feel like some episodes miss. And like, I, I, this episode was very fun. And uh, I thought that was great. What do we think of Lars? This this whole concept of them. I mean, we've known this for like uh, seven months now because of Comic-Con. Yeah. But them being space pirates, thumbs up. 
Thumbs yeah. up. No, it's Thumbs so up. good. It's the best thing that could have happened. Yeah, to the so off we, colors. It's so good. We meet Emerald uh, he, in this episode. Finally, we have the. Is, do we actually have the birth uh, gem birth month uh, completed with Emerald? Uh, oh, we for, might. Yeah, for, for we May. almost all yeah. of the uh, all the. We have all the Pokemon gems. We're missing the medals. We have all the Pokemon <laughs> gems. Okay, that was not. Ruby, Sapphire, okay. Emerald, Diamond, and Pearl. We did it, guys. We did yeah. it. So we have Emerald here. Alex, what do you think of Emerald? Uh, she's pretty cool. Um, I like. Uh, I especially like uh, her first scene, where it's like you will not go to hyperspeed, and the large yeah. response, bingo bongo. Yeah. Like uh, her, the rest of her it seems like kind of um, hesitant at times, almost because. Uh, but also later we get the idea. Oh well, she doesn't want to harm the ship, so she's like trying to get around. But she doesn't seem as intimidating of a of a villain. Like she, going along with the whole goofy tone, you yeah. never take Emerald that seriously. So, yeah. and that's probably the show's intent. But she she's fine for the. She was she was really her. she was very fun. You know, the I think fun that's the eighties space anime villain, and yes. I'm so glad yes. we have one. Like we have our main antagonist in the diamonds. I'm glad that we have like the A wacky space villain. The, um, what? Dylan, main antagonist from Voltron. What's his name? We get Zarkon. Zarkon, yeah. Emeralds are Zarkon, are season one, if not eighties Zarkon. Emeralds much cooler than Zarkon. Yeah, Zarkon's so boring. Zarkon is the diamonds. Emerald's like uh, Emerald's kind of uh, Lotorish uh, with her. I think she's charismatic, and uh, I, I I liked her dynamic with Lars. I didn't know where they were going with the uh, Lars, like knowing that she wouldn't blow up the ship. I thought she was attached I, to Lars, and we were doing I, Lars yeah, Emerald. I was confused by that until the ship harming. Hashtag Emerald. Let's like, do what it. Is going but it, but Michelle, it was the wrong ship. Fiction? It was the actual ship, not the, I know, the character. It was the ship, ship, ship not the. It was the ship, ship. not the ship. It was the ship, ship all. Long. They got us again. Yeah, it's also confusing because when Lars is talking about the ship, we just got off of talking about Lars and Sadie. So it's like, is he talking about the Lars Sadie ship? I, it was he, this metaphorical, was. and they he knew. And was, the, was the was was Emerald's ship a metaphor for Lars for Lars and Emerald's uh, ship? No, no Lars and Sadie's no. ship. <laughs> or Lars and Sadie. Yeah, ship. don't mix up your your. No, your they stuff. already um, destroyed that ship once in the non-canon episode. Say, Uncle, we all try to forget. They actually sunk Lars and Sadie's ship for the rest. So yeah. So first, I thought that we were doing. Uh, uh, Emerald didn't want to destroy the ship because she loved Lars or like oh Lars or like. <laughs> but oh, then, that. so that's what I thought first. Second, I thought that Emerald was just really into the fun aspect of the space pirates and chasing them down, and she mm-hmm. loved the adventures. She was just too into the role play. Yeah. Um, but then it turns out she just didn't want to harm the ship. I feel like that was the least exciting thing we could have done. You know, I didn't really love that. I mean, it makes more sense, though. I mean, she's like an elite commander of, you know, homeworld. Why would it take, like, I don't know, a couple weeks of chasing these guys to, like, change? It makes, it makes, look, it makes more much. sense, but this is the least fulfilling. Just from your perspective, me. you wish it wasn't that simple, yeah, Dylan? Yeah, okay. Yeah. Yeah, but okay. once again, that fits into the whole simplistic nature of this entire episode, where right, it just feels right. like a goofy Saturday morning cartoon. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That was my most disappointing thing about the episode. Everything else really worked for me. Um, I, li- I really like Emerald. Uh, quickly, as requested, the Emerald animation power rankings. Uh, Emerald is now the most common name among shows we cover. Uh, that's kind of crazy. It seems like a not common oh, name. Oh, wow. Number one on the power rankings is Emerald from Mysticons. Uh, she is Ooh. by far, the, she's an incredible character. And <laughs> I gotta watch, watch that show. Watch Mysticons for Emerald. Number two is Much Emerald. Much better haircut. Number two, Emerald from Ruby. Uh, even though uh, Ruby doesn't really want to make Emerald a character, she's still awesome, and when it, uh, she, she's she's really cool. And yeah, number three, Steven Universe Emerald. Uh, she needs to be in more than one episode to advance up, up on the animation Emerald fair rankings. Okay, um, I thought she was really good, and I I would like to see more from Emerald. What yeah, I would think? too. Yeah, I'd be yeah. fine with more of her. <laughs> Emerald on Earth, Emerald New Crystal Gem, Emerald and Paradox uh, Best Friends. Let's go. I want Emerald versus the New Crystal Gem. Mm. I want a flashback of Emerald and Centipedal working together. Oh, okay. no. I, anything with Centipedal, I'm so here for. Yeah. Just get all the green gems together. Throw yeah. Paradox in there if you want. Green team! <laughs> Yeah. Okay. Two last things. One, I think the uh, highlight of this episode was the Stevani fusion sequence, which was stunning. Yes. That was so good. Yeah. Just, yeah. just visually, and also like the, uh, just the framing of it. You know, uh, you know, life goes on because uh, need to feel better because you're best friends. Uh, yeah, 
That's then, important, though. That's like a really good lesson not to put your life on hold for someone else. That's a good... Yeah. We gotta remember, this is a show of target audience <laughs> for children, and this is, is a good takeaway for them. Yeah. Your okay, life goes good. on. You gotta yeah. keep doing stuff Yeah, well, we'll talk, table that for a second when we talk about Sadie, but I just, okay. yeah, I just, I love uh, them fusing there and relating it to uh, Lars's emotions and stuff like that. Best friends wouldn't do anything to hurt each other, and uh, there's Stevani. Yeah. Stevani, an experience. An experience. Yeah, that, yeah. Was, that was so good. But I love also, that. later when Lars is giving his speech to Emeralds, uh, uh, like, uh, showing off again, Stevani's like, wow, Lars, I missed you. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> when did Stevani see, when did Stevani see Lars? But, okay. Um, but, yeah. I think in the first episode alone together they did yeah so I think, at the dart well, shop they okay. they made eyes yeah we also referenced yeah. Devani dr- having driven before it's like oh it's just like driving right. a car but I, I think that was just like oh man confident lars i love you and it, yeah. the delivery was so <laughs> great yeah that was speaking it, for us yeah it was yeah Stevani's great here um last thing uh lars is freaking out about sadie and, that was uh, so great we're I mean, like, it was bad for the crew, but like, it was a great moment to show that he's not like this perfect captain. He still has this. Yeah, we're like, okay, it's cool, security. Lars again, and no, oh, back to back to bad Lars when he's freaking out about Sadie. But he gets their background in the end. Did you find it realistic, Michelle? His emotions in that in that moment? Oh, absolutely. Like, I I think Lars has kind of forgotten his normal life for a while, but I think seeing her having fun and kind of, you know, having friends, the ones he always wanted kind of woke him up to all his like previous teenage insecurities and hopes and dreams. Right. Which like, is good because if Lars had just become this like untouchable, perfect, like, commander like that that wouldn't fit for me i think that'd be a little too fan fiction you to feel realistic and earned so i think it was like a nice like going back to like what deep down he's still like the same fundamentally in terms of his insecurities but it was a good moment yeah I think I think it's a necessary moment considering we've seen Lars Demption and uh, him turn into so much of a better person. Like uh, Lars is kind of a butt for most of the show, and uh, yeah. seeing seeing and him go back to yeah. that. Yeah. He's still kind of a butt because he's like, oh, Sadie took the friends I wanted. She hates me. She did this on purpose, and then Stephen calls him out. He's like, No, no, no. Like she's just moving on with her life. That's what you're doing too, isn't it? Are you trying to be a jerk to her? He's like, Well, no. Yeah. And he kind of like thinks about it in a better way but like he still has those bad tendencies they're still there and i i appreciate that consistency i think lars is still gonna get better but i don't want him to get better too fast i want to be a believable progression so i liked that freak out moment a lot yeah justin what do you think of that um it went a while but i i liked it i thought it maybe dragged a bit too far as far i'm like 11 minutes guys and florid already takes a minute per line so we need to we need to move on here <laughs> yeah <laughs> Oh. But um, but no, I I thought it was very believable overall, and I I think we needed to see that Lars was still fallible, because yes. you know since July Lars has been king of the memes, you know, running our internet like that's what's been keeping Tumblr powered. But uh, I, I'm glad Lars, yeah, I, I'm it's purely Lars memes. But um, yeah, I'm glad to see he's still fallible. Yeah, Alex, we're still on the Lars Sadie uh, j- train. That's still was still happening in the show. Uh, I think so. I, I do want to say that, like that, that whole sequence felt a little jarring to me. Honestly, like it fits for his character. We're, we're right about that, but at the same time, it gets solved so quickly that you wonder: Well, did it actually work in making him feel fallible? If we like solved in like two minutes, and it's not really gonna be a yeah. thing. But uh, whereas I... Sadie Killer, we kind of dedicated the whole episode to moving on. Where here's like two minutes worth. So, but uh, yeah, it, it works, and well, I think we'll end up getting Lars Sadie at some point in the future, and they'll have a, a brief argument before a happy reunion. Sadie also wasn't under uh, missile fire. Exactly, that's what I'm saying. I think it's not that Lars got over it, but he had to table it for the sake of, like, you know, having to deal with an immediate crisis, but I don't think he's done. Right, the setting doesn't help, admittedly, but uh, yeah, exactly. the, last, the last five minutes are a little fast. But um, I, I, I found it to be kind of realistically handled, and I like the transition into Stevani. I thought that was excellent. Um, should be noted, uh, Sadie Killer and the Suspects, uh, Sadie's band name. Yeah, great, great name. Yeah, good name. Yeah. Um, my hot. T- oh, so we saw the off colors again. My hot take. This is not really a hot take. Is that uh, I'm kind of done with Pad Paracha. 
unfortunately. Oh, I think literally I mean, people, people were done with Pat Pratchett off college. I was such a big <laughs> fan of Pat Pratchett originally, but all she does in this episode is repeat things that happened two seconds ago. They that's don't do all anything she's with done her ever. But it was, but that was like her initial presentation before, and that was fine. Like that was funny. But like, why not do literally anything else with her in this episode? Now, now there was one moment where she mentions like, oh, she she shot the ship, but she missed on purpose, and that was actually new sort of new information. So it's like, okay, yeah, she she kind of more explicitly presented something. That was the only uh, valid use of her. The rest were just. kind of uh right the, the rest of them yeah. felt useless but that one part was like oh okay cool yeah do <laughs> give her another personality that. trait please come on please do it okay and everyone else ever all, all the other off colors were cool too yeah thumbs up i, I, I love fluorite a lot more after this episode <laughs> like <laughs> uh, uh, here like with all this fast pacedness and her still speaking slowly yeah. like, give me five minutes <laughs> like it, it, it works better here than it did in the cave yeah, I think I, I do think she works better here, and um, yeah, very ex- interested to see how we're going to use all the off colors again when we come back. Um, okay, Michelle, final thoughts on uh, Stranded? It was so good. I mean, like as much as like sometimes I get really like sad that the show isn't back for a long time. When it does come back, it's always really nice, and I think especially in this past year, it's been really good. I've just been really loving the past episodes. By this past year, I mean twice. 17 not like the past like four days four days yeah okay thumbs up okay justin final thoughts um quick hot take that we didn't mention uh jungle moon has a or jungle planet whatever the name of the episode is had a brand new storyboard artist actually yes Uh, mickey brewster mickey brewster so uh yeah we have a new storyboard artist so uh welcome aboard the crewniverse yeah, oh, yeah we're gonna have a lot of crew shakeup, but uh, there's a big, that's a big first episode to come in on. Yeah, yeah, yeah great job. Congrats. Yeah, final I mean, thoughts. They worked, Justin, with, yeah. they worked with Jeff, but awesome. Um, yeah, uh, great episodes. Uh, welcome back, Stephen. Please don't make us wait six more months. Yeah, please, we'll yes, about that. yeah, I mean it's Cartoon Arc, not Stephen. Not Ste- don't blame Stephen for that. Yeah, we can't blame Stephen the character. <laughs> don't blame Stephen. Cartoon Network's Aaron's schedule. Yeah. Okay, Alex. Lars of the Stars was a top-tier example of the type of humor this show can do, and Jungle Moon was a high, a high example of the type of lore and story this show is capable of. Now, if you want to fuse the two together and make the perfect mm. episode, that'd be great. But, uh, yeah, they're both great on their own, although it, 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 they're both like missing halves of what makes this show so great. I li- I like that take a lot better than the mm-hmm. uh, the, init- the initial Lars of the Stars is met one. Like I think I think that's true. I think neither right. of these episodes are probably our top twenty five episodes, but they both have really great elements to them. I was much more excited than either of this episodes than most of what we saw in twenty seventeen from Steven Universe. How about that? Um, so definitely yeah. better than the Wanted episodes. I-, I think I'm willing to say that. And much. Wanted? Oh, I yeah. Wanted was the highlight of of twenty seventeen. I don't. No. There wasn't much of twenty seventeen. <laughs> There wasn't a lot, you know, it's that and the zoo arc and uh, (laughs) that's kind of it. But um, yeah, I, I, you know, I I mean, I'd take the trial over that, but it's, you know, I think, I think the jungle moon's super exciting. I'm interested to watch it uh, when the excitement dies down. I think we'd need some space to truly evaluate the episode, but there's a lot of really interesting stuff here. Very excited to see what comes next from Steven universe uh, in uh, May. June best case scenario probably maybe yeah. February come on guys we can only dream that's we true, have one Alex. more important piece of information Dylan yes uh, I did my but... research right fast um Emerald was played by Jinx Monsoon marking the first time we have had a uh, non-binary voice actress say um Jinx Monsoon was the winner of season five of RuPaul's Drag Race. Yeah, yeah. And the, episode, and the episode was co-storyboarded by Lauren Zook, uh, who it, this <laughs> might be either her, their second to last episode or last episode. We're still not sure. but Yeah, we're not sure. Pair. We keep thinking each is going to be the last and there's like a new one. And it's like, oh, okay. Because all of Lauren's episodes are so good that we're like, oh, this has to be the last one because it's so great. Yeah, I thought we were doing the last Lauren episode for a while, but yeah, yeah, still good. This episode in terms of setting is very similar to Adventures in Light Distortion, another episode that they co-storyboarded on. So Mm -hmm. nice connection there. 
Interesting. Yeah, that's true on a spaceship. Okay. Um, okay. Here's la- uh, here, uh, we might be doing What's a feedback. Uh, we might be doing a feedback podcast for the stranded event. So if you have comments or questions, email them to us at podcast at overlyanimated.com and some combination of us. Uh, if we get an, enough feedback, we'll be back to answer your questions. Also leave a comment on overlyanimated.com. That's another way to leave your feedback. Uh, if you're sending us an email, say, uh, for the feedback podcast in the title, and you can also leave a comment on the website at overlyanimated.com or on YouTube, any of those ways you can get your feedback in, and then we'll talk about Stranded again, hopefully, uh, in a feedback podcast upcoming. Um, so Send uh, all the theories, please. Send. Oh, yeah. Please send your theories. There's a lot to talk easy about. Easy as you want. Michelle and I have them all. If you send oh, yeah. <laughs> specifically crazy white, try it out crazy Justin's white diamond theory. I don't think you can do it, but you can try. And uh, <laughs> any any other any other theories from these episodes. So um, yeah, find all that at overlandmade.com. Just in general, we'd also like to hear what you thought of this podcast and the episode. Um, yeah, wherever you're watching this, subscribe to uh, not miss any. And also you can talk about it with us on our Discord, overlandmade.com slash Discord to come text chat with us about anything Steven Universe. Um, very, yeah, it was very exciting to have an episode to actually discuss as it was airing more of that Cartoon Network. Let's actually show the episodes on TV first. Yeah. Or, or put them online, whatever. Just don't, you know, like leak them out indeterminately, (laughs) accidentally. Um, but yeah, uh, uh, last thing is consider supporting us on Patreon, patreon.com slash overly animated. Thank you very much to all of our current patrons, especially our patron, the podcast, Jamie, AK Mailman. And thanks as always to our patron executive producers, John Ryan, Steve, Alex, Andy, and Hugh. Uh, upcoming uh, overly animated podcasts uh, include Ruby discussions and Miscon discussions, Miraculous Ladybug, everything at overlyanimated.com. Find all of that there. Uh, let us know what you thought. Send your feedback in, and uh, we will see you guys next time. Thanks for listening. Bye. 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 Adios.